Um, okay, so in chapters 57 to 66, a lot of new interesting things were brought up in the book that I, me and my group would like to talk about. So I'm Jamar May, and alongside with me to talk about this is... Damon. Will. Anthony. Angela. Jess. So Sir. the first thing I'd like to talk about is how um, Pi gave fish to the tiger. This was very interesting because giving fish to the tiger like reinstated like his dominance. It was showing that Pi he's providing for the tiger, so which giving the tiger another reason not to kill Pi. So in chapters fifty seven through sixty six we start off by seeing them still on the boat. And Pi basically switches all of his plans and his main plan now is to keep Richard apart Richard Parker alive as that is what is keeping Pi alive. Like trying to just Richard Parker's presence is keeping him alive, basically. And Pi finds the survival guide and he reads tips from it and all that, but there is not anything in there that tells him how to survive with a Bengal tiger on board with him. So Pi basically is just adapting to life on sea and trying to survive because this is all new to him. So as time goes on, Pi starts getting a lot more confidence and he gets stronger in his like at catching fish, getting food, and all that. And his prayers played a big part in all of this. And because without his belief in all three gods and just like about his, without his love of God, he probably would not have made it. Because his faith is also a thing that kept him alive. And even in chapter 63, we see him go back and just explain like how miraculous it is that he survived 227 days while other people probably wouldn't have survived that long and another thing that we see in these chapters is just how much like pi has control like pi is starting to adapt and learn how to catch fish and all that but he has no control over which direction he's going and that's scary for him because he can't know how long he's going to be out there so one thing that I noticed when reading is that Richard Parker decided to become or became more comfortable with Pi and started trusting him more. And he made this certain sound that Pi had never heard before, but he has heard about it. It's like a certain kind of like breathing out of his nose to be able to like show like he's comfortable and has no intention of hurting him. And that just shows like Pi's uh, Richard Parker's trust in Pi and how their relationship could be going on from there on out. Um, yes, I think the trust established between them was very, a uh, very good move on Pi's part, which was part of his plan to keep, to worry about his life so he's not killed by Parker. So next to talk about this, I like um, Yes, um, I also think that this will hopefully, like, make make it to where Pi and uh, Richard Parker will have like a closer relationship and make their like strengthen their relationship even more to where Pi can just sit and not have to worry about Richard Parker um yeah I think this is just like it just made there be like one less problem for Pi 
he has one less thing to worry about now. Another thing that Pi does to kind of gain Richard Parker's trust is he knows as like the kind of animal that Richard Parker is, he, uh, Richard Parker establishes his territory through urinating. And one thing that Pi does is he decides to urinate on a boat so he can establish his own territory, but also like gain a relationship and get respect and trust from Richard Parker. And even though Richard Parker and Pi's relationship is growing, Richard Parker is still a major problem for Pi, and he still very much has to worry about him and stay alert at all times, because Richard Parker is a wild animal. He's a tiger, and he's just unpredictable, and we don't really know yet. Another topic I'd like to talk about is when the fish started jumping into the boat with um, when the fish started jumping in the boat, and Pi was, he was pretty much losing all hope, but then once the fish started jumping in the boat, kind of gave him more hope, and, like, he gave, he, like, had more strength to survive, and he want, he had the will to survive. Um, I like this because it gave Pi a lot of hope, and this also helped solve a more problems than just eating. It was also another way to help control the animals on board by, like, he could bribe them with food, which was very useful. So I found it interesting how uh, Pi ended up drinking his own urine. Even though he had, he was like hydrated, he still drank his own urine, which I thought was really weird. Yeah, I thought it was weird, especially because he even found like a device that can make, that can filter the salt water to make it drinkable water for humans. But something was going through his mind that just made the urine look so good to him. <laughs> I'm actually really curious what the reason, like his thinking behind why he'd drink it, because due to the text, it didn't say that he was delusional or anything, and he had another source of clean water. So there's really no evidence that supports why he would do that. And even in the text, it's mentioned how his urine was clear, which means that he was not dehydrated, that he had been drinking clean water, he had been hydrated, and he still chose to do that anyways. Also, we see in chapter 52 that he had found 124 tins of fresh water, and it's very odd for him to drink his own urine when he still had how many cans of water left. As I mentioned earlier, faith played a big part in Pi's survival. Because without his love for God and his faith, he probably would have died because his faith kept him alive, gave him hope. And without praying every single day and all that, he probably would have lost hope and just stopped trying and died way sooner. Alright, that's all for this episode. Thank you for listening to episode 3 of our Life of Pi podcast going over chapters 57 through 66 of Life of Pi. I'm Damon Ayala, signing off.